Hi everyone, I'm Katie Jason, owner of the Better Humans Project. I have been a massage therapist for 11 years now and I have six years of experience in personal training as well as CrossFit coaching. Uh, right now I am studying to become a natural health practitioner, which is not a nutritionist. What I'll be doing with this is teaching people how to eat better, uh, for their body type or for their history, um, as well as teaching people how to take their health into their own hands, um, especially if they're sick, to use natural or herbal remedies. Um, also, I'll be able to assess um, it's just certain body parts or the iris in the eyes or the fingernails for possible organ dysfunction or vitamin and mineral deficiency. So there's there's lots of things I can do with that. But anyways, uh, so going back a little bit to my um, five years of experience in CrossFit coaching, and that's really what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about the dark side of CrossFit, which I don't think people really talk about. I think it's almost kind of taboo because they've created such a strong... Um, it's, it, I mean, I can't, I don't want to just flippantly say cult, um, because it, it's, it's not really like all dark, um, but it can be dark. And I think that I took it that way and I, and I took it that far. And I think that, um, for those of you or who, who are in CrossFit and are very competitive, um, or maybe you, you know, somebody who became very competitive in it, even if they didn't even do any competition. So, um, it can, it can, you know, have that potential to become dark. And, and, and that's really what kind of happened to me. So I'll just, uh, tell my story. And I started CrossFit, um, in 2015 and I started just because I wanted to do Olympic weightlifting. I was active, I was running and I was kind of doing my own things. Um, just random barbell stuff and really just kind of getting into fitness at that point. And I was also in school to become a personal trainer at that point. And I had a coach who was a CrossFit coach. And she, I think she uh, also owns her own gym at, at this point. But I, uh, so I was exposed to it and I started going to the, to the one behind my house at the time. And I saw all these people doing CrossFit. So I was like, oh, this is really cool. I want to try it. So I signed up and then, you know, I finished personal training school and I personal trained for a while, but then I got sucked more into CrossFit and, you know, oh, it's super cool. And oh, I want to do a muscle up and, you know, like, I don't, I don't know why everybody wants to do a muscle up and I was there and I was one of them. So, uh, without getting into, too much detail. What I found looking back and, and walking away from, from CrossFit is that I suffered from some really serious self-worth issues. And I know that for anybody who struggles with self-worth, it, it can leak out into anything that you're doing, um, whether it be your job or your sport, 
or even addictive behaviors. But for me, it was CrossFit. And I just, I really internalized a lot of what was supposed to be positive about CrossFit, but really for me was more of a lie. And that lie was that I could never be enough. And with all that surrounds it and and the competitiveness of it and the constant chasing of shaving off one second from your time or constantly chasing adding five pounds to this or to that or PRs or learning a new skill or something like that. I was driven and I wanted all of it, but it was to my detriment because then I never, I never rested and my body was in bad shape. I mean, I, I, looking back, I was probably at my worst health than I've ever been when I was doing CrossFit. Granted, I was also going through a divorce at the time. Um, from about 2017 to 2019. And that, that certainly can have an effect. But there were also other issues that, you know, I would listen to a lot of the, the men who, who were either members or coaches. And their comments of, you know, uh, I remember one of the members, he was a member slash coach. And, uh, as I was, as I was kind of cutting my strings and, and kind of pulling away from CrossFit and still training, but just training on my own and doing my own program, um, at my house, anytime he would see me, he would say, Oh, do you even work out anymore? And you know, my reply was always, yes, I, I do my own thing. And I, I really internalized that. And it was so hurtful because it was like, if you don't do CrossFit, you're nothing. And you're not, you're not worth being a part of us, right? So it's almost like that community of CrossFit is so strong that it actually creates an us and them dichotomy to where the them, they, anybody outside of that community is nothing and not worth their time. And so that was something that I really, I struggled with. Uh, I felt like I lost a lot of friends. I, I felt like I lost a lot of people that I connected with. And, um, and there was just, there was so many comments like that, but that, that's really the one that I, that I wanted to mention because that just seemed to be the epitome of, of that whole feeling. Another thing too, is that CrossFit headquarters, um, really took what was meant to be good and healthy for people and turned it into something competitive. And I, I 
think unhealthy for people. Um, what Greg Glassman meant it to be was for people to get off the couch, people to start working out again and get healthy and get into fitness to get off of their medication to end chronic disease. And these are really great things. And then it, it turned into something competitive and it just kind of went from there. And so now what CrossFit is, is it's about, you know, one of the facets of it is about glorifying the 1% that either have a genetic advantage to do the things that they're able to do. Uh, however, I do know that many of them are taking questionable supplements as well as anabolic drugs to get that edge. Uh, they also, you know, just somehow have the ability to make it a full-time job, which that's just, that's just not what, you know, 99% of people are able to do. And so it creates this, this, again, this feeling that you're never enough, right? Because the 99% of us, we can't ever reach that 1%, right? Not that, not that we can't, but it's just not, it's not realistic, or it just wouldn't be healthy if we, it wouldn't balance out everything else in our life. So, um, coming back to coming back to Greg Glassman and um, what's his name, Dave Castro. He, I, I think he's really the one who, who had a lot of this momentum behind making it competitive. And so then it just became about money. And, you know, that that kind of stuff trickles down. It really does. And it trickles down into independent boxes. So what I found uh, was that my employer really took a toll on my my self-worth as well and he would listen to podcast you know crossfit podcasts and he would listen to other crossfit owners and stuff that would recommend and encourage box owners to do like monthly or quarterly coaching assessments of all their coaches and this really messed with my head too. This this really, um, you know, added to that lack of self worth. Because I just I just simply don't do good when I'm under pressure, and uh, every time he would take this coaching assessment of me, I'd be nervous, and then I couldn't think right, and you know, and I then I just I wasn't able to do my job, and so. I get this, I get this assessment back and there's just, you know, of course there's just nothing but, you know, things I did wrong. Maybe a thing or two I did right, but you know, it was just like this constant pounding of all these things that you did wrong. I did wrong. And so that, so that, that was, that was very hurtful and that really messed with 
you know, my, my psyche, if you will. And, um, and the other thing that was kind of going on at this time was that the employer was running these cyclical six week challenge packages. So he would have these people who never worked out a day in their life and they didn't even know how to do a sit up. He'd have them come in and start teaching them, you know, how to snatch or, you know, how to power clean or whatever. And I just, I just, oh my gosh, it was just so, it was so bad. It was so bad. And all of these people had massive joint restrictions and, you know, it was, it was not just a disservice what he was doing to them, but it was dangerous. And he was, he was really putting them in bad situations of expecting these people who had massive restrictions to be doing these barbell movements or, or just any, a lot of the movements that, that CrossFit offers. And there was many times that I approached him and I said, look, these people can't be doing this. They can't be in the same class. Like they should, they, they need to be in a separate class all of their own. They need to be going over very basic things. They need to have an air squat down like perfectly, you know, before they can do this. They need to address very specific physical joint limitations and restrictions before they can do this or they're going to injure themselves. And time after time, his response was, well, I guess I'm just not doing a good enough coaching my coaches, which is really saying, you know, it's, it's number one, it's invalidating what I said, but it's also saying you're just not a good enough coach, right? So, so that, that was, um, that also was very hurtful. And I had to process, I had to process all of this stuff. And it, and I wasn't able to process all of this stuff until I actually left CrossFit completely. And I barely talked to anybody that is uh, still there. So I've had to come to terms with myself and how I approached CrossFit. And, and I guess just how I approached fitness altogether and I had a very mm, wrong idea of myself and my body in that I was constantly chasing glorification of my body, but I never attained that glorification, and I was always just falling back into disappointment. My goals were that I wanted to be strong. I wanted to be really strong because I felt like that got me the recognition that I wanted that got me the praise and the glorification from others that I wanted. But for me, it was never enough. I was never strong enough. I wanted to be bigger and way more, um, just have a lot more muscle mass. And again, never being able to attain that was just this constant cycle of disappointment and uh, self-hatred, I guess you could say. So I had to... It took a long time to let that go. And I mean, I guess it's still, it still kind of plays with my head, but I'm, you know, I've come a long way in that I've had to just say, this is who I am and I have to just love fitness and do fitness for 
the the love of it just for the sake of moving and, and being healthy. So, so anyways, that is my CrossFit experience in a nutshell. And I I think that CrossFit was meant to be something much more humanistic than it is. And I I just wish for people that are in there that they don't fall into the same trap that I did, into the same trap of never being good enough. And uh, being competitive and um, not happy with yourself. So I do hope that CrossFit can go back to the way that it was intended to be. However, I don't think that that will because Greg Glassman was shunned, I think, unrighteously because he said something stupid back in early 2020 and uh, the whole CrossFit community shunned him. But, you know, I don't think that's right because everybody says stupid things. And uh, I think really what they wanted, CrossFit headquarters wanted to move into making more money and uh, totally abandon mm, getting people healthy again. And that's my CrossFit story. Checking out Katie Jason, owner of the Better Humans Project.